G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 329 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, just jump onto your little Google machine and type in trainsmooth.com. On the homepage there, it says submit your questions, click on that bad boy, start typing away, voice to text, whatever it is that's going to make you uh, submit that question, or you can jump on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm pretty easy, all you got to do is either type in trainsmooth, or my name, Tim Egg. And you pretty easy. Always send me through an email, Tim at trainsmove.com. And that's what Andrew did. He jumped on to the website. Uh, my background. Ten years of highly competitive middle distance track and field. My long runs were eight to ten miles. I almost never biked. I'm a fairly good swimmer and I used to use this as as part of cross training a lot during college. I'm training. I'm, I'm currently training for a half Ironman in three months. I'm in the third month of training. My furthest run recently was is a half marathon. My furthest bike is 30 miles. I have not been swimming yet. I have a half marathon in one week, a sprint distance triathlon in two weeks, and an Olympic distance in six weeks. Starting next week, I plan to swim three times a week, bike three times a week, and run three times a week. Question one. I've been doing all this on an inexpensive hybrid bike. Is it possible to finish all the training on this bike? Question two. Am I jumping into the 70.3 too fast, or would it be better off to wait another year well you're giving yourself three months to train for this 70.3 you haven't swam yet your bikes are around 30 miles um so i'll answer the i'll answer the first question you're on a inexpensive hybrid bike is it possible to do all your training leading into the next three months for a 70.3 absolutely you know you're probably going to see especially sprint distances and olympic distances there's going to be people on mountain bikes there's going to be all sorts of bikes you're going to be there you're you're going to feel a bit insecure when you're walking into transition with your hybrid bike and you look to the person next to you and he's got a ten thousand dollar time trial bike with disc wheels and a power meter and everything's all dialed in nicely he's got the race suit the the it's it can be intimidating but rest assured people are not judging you the good majority of people are not judging and the good thing about the triathlon community is we're bloody supportive of, of everyone just having a crack at it so you don't don't feel insecure about that is it possible to do your training on that hybrid bike absolutely is it possible to do the race on the hybrid bike absolutely um, but you didn't say whether you were doing it on the on your you're going to be racing on the bike. So just keep in mind that if you're going to um, borrow a bike or whatever on for your race, try and get that position as close to your hybrid bike as possible because that's what you've been used to training. So you and you just want to take all the measurements how far is that seat over your bottom bracket so you can get that that right and how far is that the tip of your seat to the to you where you lay your hands on your bars and you just want to get everything right and hopefully it's a good position um so you that will get you through is it too fast well you got training for 
this for six months. Most pretty well just been cycling and mostly running. I don't know how long, how old you are. So um, you're talking about ten years of highly competitive distant middle distance running. Um, if it, it depends on how old you are. It depends if to how important that is. For instance, um, you said you're going to do as of starting um, next week. You're going to be swimming three days a week. You're going to be cycling three days a week, and you're going to be running three days a week. I love all that, but if you're pumping out some pretty good miles, like some fast miles, still running, um, you might want to have the option of only running two days a week and adding that extra um, session that we where you would normally run that third day a week add an extra cycle jump on that bike and go for those extra miles that that might be um you you've got to measure all this up too so you're you said you're a good swimmer you used to be a good swimmer um and a good runner so your biggest hurdle is going to be the cycle so if you're running on point and you're doing a half a half marathon technically today as i'm recording this i, I guess because you sent this in yesterday uh, or is it hang on let me i might have misread that and doing a half marathon in one week oh so it's next week you're doing the half half marathon so if your marathon's looking pretty half marathon is looking pretty good um, you may only want to just downsize your r- run sessions to twice a week and increase your bike cycling to four days a week. It just to, um, and just every now and again, so let's say you're looking at everything in a four week training block. So you might just go, um, two, two, two of those weeks only running twice a week and then two of those week running the three days a week. You, you can judge it and see how you, how you're tracking. But the secret for that good to have a good run and show your strength on that run and run everyone down is going to be on that cycle. You're not going to be really any use to anyone if you're getting off that bike and you're just toast. So first things first, you want to make sure that bike you're in that in a good proper position for that bike and you just haven't set up anything. Oh yeah, that's about right because you're just going to be leaving time on the field otherwise. So. Just try and get that position right. Um, there's a ideally, you want to get a professional to fit you. If it's not in your budget, um, just contact your local tri club, explain the situation to them. I bet they've got someone that will be able to do it for free for you. Most tri clubs, they're, they're pretty damn good. So, um, so you want to get your position right. Three months um, to go. You you're doing you're going to get some experience through the sprint distance, some Olympic distance. Um, I think you're going to do well. You just got to put the miles in on the bike and just try and get as as much cycle fit as possible, and focus on um, internal confidence because I don't want you to worry about this bike as long as it's mechanically a one that you're not going to be riding it down the road and all of a sudden your seat falls off um which i do have a story about a seat falling off in a second but but you want to make sure that bike is in a one condition and your and your confidence in your ability to train in and compete on on that bike so just everything you do must be you know performance wise you must be right to um you know you're building confidence through the miles and confidence it's a good sport i love it but um 
when I, I, I correct, I do apologise if I have told this story, but I don't think I have. When I was in Western Australia, going back a six weeks ago or so, feels like forever. Um, I, I arrived in Western Australia, and two hours later, I've got my t- time trial bike. I've put it all together, and I've decided to go for a ride around um, the, the Regatta Centre in near Kelmscott, and I'm I'm just just cruising along there and it's super flat and super super smooth road it's i'm you know just riding it just riding at 50 percent of your ftp is going to make you just go ridiculously fast and and living in tassie all our roads here are dead rough hilly roads so i'm over in western australia and i'm just just cruising really am cruising and i'm sitting a well over you know 32 33 k's an hour just at just testing the bike anyway i'm going down this uh, the long strip around this regatta center and my seat comes off and i think crikey to the bolt and the actual bolt snapped off my bike and i it, oh, it was just just a hassle so i took my old man my dad to um drove me there to to test this bike out it make sure everything was going to be all right with it and i turn up back to the where he's hanging around in the car listening to his little talk back radio the 6pr or whatever it is in western australia um i i turn up and i've got no seat it's tucked up into my back and he goes where's your bloody seat and i'm trying to explain to her it snapped off there and oh it was just a hassle with going up to bunnings and trying to get the proper bolt so we can re-screw it all back in and then that didn't work out as well as we hoped and so he's got a a, an old road bike sitting in his shed and we're ripping out the seat off that and we're putting it all back in and the position changed slightly for than what i'm used to by by about three mils um difference three four five mils thereabouts difference we had to sit it back a little bit and which didn't bother me too much on the bike but when i got off the to start running that three four five mil or whatever may i could tell instantly the difference um in particular into my hip area but anyway i just thought you just reminded me of it when you're talking when i started talking about that anyway um i hope that helps if you guys have any other questions nice and simple trainsmooth.com till next episode hooroo you awesome awesome people